Hello guys and welcome back to another podcast. So um, today's case is on HH Homes and um, this takes place in the years of 1861 through to 1896. Um, so First of all, before I start, I just want to put out a disclaimer that I mean absolutely no harm to anybody who I talk about in this podcast. This is just for education purposes, and this is a story I found on the internet and I am reading in my podcast. So, now that I've got that out of the way, let me read it. So... H.H. Holmes was the alias of one of America's first serial killers during the 1893 Columbian explosion. He lured the victims into his elaborate murder castle. Who was H.H. Holmes? Herman Webster Uget, better known as H.H. Holmes, was a con artist and bigamist, who was one of America's first serial killers, sometimes referred to as the Beast of Chicago. Holmes is believed to have killed somewhere between 20 to 200 people. He killed many of his victims in a specially constructed home, which was later nicknamed the Murder Castle. Apprehended in 1894, he was hanged for his crimes two years later. His early life. Holmes was born Herman Webster Muget, Sierra May 16th, 1861, in Gilmerton, New Hampshire. Born into an affluent family, Holmes enjoyed a privileged childhood and was said to be unsurely intelligent. At one early age, still there was haunting signs of what was to come. He expressed an interest in medicine which reportedly led him to practice surgery on animals. Some accounts indicate that he may have been responsible for the death of a friend. Holmes' life of crimes began with various frauds and scams. As a medical student at the University of Michigan, he stole corpses and used them to make false insurance claims. Holmes may have used the bodies for experiments as well. The Murder Castle. In 1885, Holmes moved to Chicago, Illinois. He soon found work in a pharmacy using his now infamous alias, Dr. Henry H. Holmes. He eventually took over the business and was later rumoured to have killed its original owner. Holmes had a three-storey building constructed nearby, creating an elaborate, elaborate house of horrors. The upper floors contained his living quarters, 
and many small rooms where he tortured and killed his victims. There were also trapdoors and chutes that enabled him to move the bodies down to the basement where he could burn the remains in a cool kiln or dispose of them in other ways. During the 1893 Colombian explosion, Holmes opened up his home as a hotel for visitors. Unfortunately, many guests did not survive in what became known as the murder castle. Many of these victims, no one knows for certain the total number, were women who were seduced, swindled and then killed. Holmes had a habit of getting engaged to a woman for only for his fiancée to suddenly disappear. Other victims were lured by the offer of employment. The schemes or schemes. Holmes left Chicago shortly after the World's Fair to continue his schemes, including a plan with, with an associate named Benjamin Peitzel in which Peitzel would fake his death to collect $10,000 from a life insurance company. Jailed at one point for another fraud, Holmes confided in fellow inmate and notorious outlaw Marion Hedgepeth, who knew Holmes as H.M. Howard. About the life insurance scheme, Hedgepeth later helped investigators by revealing details of their discussion. While with another authorities eventually identified Howard as Holmes, they did not catch on soon enough to stop his final murders. Holmes killed Peitzel and after telling his widow that her husband was still alive and in hiding, convinced her to let him travel with three of her five children who also became his victims. The arrest. After several weeks of outrunning authorities, Holmes was finally apprehended in November 1894. During his time in custody, he he gave numerous stories to police, once admitting to killing 27 people. Convicted in 1895, Holmes appealed his case, but lost. Estimates of the total number of people Holmes killed range from 20 to as many as 200 victims. The death. Holmes died on May 7, 1896. When he was hanged for the Peitzel murder, he was buried in <clears throat> he was buried in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Devil in White City. Holmes' life as one of America's first serial killers has been subject of many books and documentaries, including The Devil in White City. Cities 2003 by Eric Larson. This book is the process of being adapted to the small screen with Martin Scorsense and Leonardo DiCaprio 
trapped to excuse exclusive produce. Well, that is the end of this podcast. I know this is a short one, but tomorrow I am doing a long one, and this case will be on the granny killer. Um, yes. So stay tuned for tomorrow's podcast. Um, I'll be uploading at night time around this time or later. Um, Australia, I'm not sure how many people overseas listen to my podcast, but I'll be uploading at around 10 o'clock Perth Australian time. So just stay tuned for that. Other than that, thank you guys for listening and I will be looking forward to tomorrow's story. Bye.